Hey everybody, it's Lisa Lampanelli and welcome to this episode of Losers with a Dream. Today, we get a little punchy. I'm not going to lie to you. We're tired, but we're staying in the game and that is because our subject is celebrating your failures. We've all failed at a lot of shit, especially me and trust me, Bo and Nick have their share of failures too. But instead of getting down, instead of beating ourselves up, instead of quitting and taking our ball and going home, we stay in the game and we will tell you how to celebrate your failures and stay a viable force in the universe. I know it sounds flaky, but it's true. Thanks for coming back and listening to Losers with a Dream. Enjoy! Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampanelli, and it's time for the Losers with the Dream featuring me and, yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? They'd be nothing without me. Losers with the Dream. You're listening, so who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up, burn calories. Hello, welcome to the Loser with a Dream podcast. We are losers. I got some big old dreams. And Bo's hair looks fresh. Ooh, oh my Game. God. I just had to take him to the bathroom. He goes, I'm not a hairstylist. I don't know what to do. I go, put water in it. That's it. It certainly looks fire to me. Yeah. <laughs> it is lit, I think, as the kids say. Why, yes, very chic. Wait, no. I was gonna, I was like, oh, Nick, what do you do with your hair? And I was like, oh. Uh, my beard. You know what's sad? This is when I wake up. I have a beard brush. We know. Yeah. And yeah. beard oil. We're quite, quite a yeah. You wake up, and this is the first Not thing surprised. I brush. I'm like, wow, times have changed. <laughs> it's Listen, all over. I can't even imagine you with hair. I don't think I'd like it. Oh, I found it. I got to show you. I meant to show you. I found Someone sent me an old photo of me with hair. I looked like a real... It was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I meant to send it to you, but I'll show you right after. That's true. If he had well, hair, yeah, he'd be I, slicking it, and it would oh, be Oh, wait gross. till you see the photo. Just, uh, it's ridiculous. I imagine. Uh, Bo, are you balding at all? No. Uh, just a, no, a tad on the crown. Very, You're fine, very lucky. Dude. That's good. Because when a man loses his hair, he's got to grow it on his ball sack to make up for it. Yeah, so that's where my Monica goes. I might sack. do a little keeps on the top there. A little make what? Sure the keeps. It's a product that you put on. The, oh, is it? Yeah. The Finasteride, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's something to just you know make sure it doesn't go. Like a Rogaine, I, a modern yeah, Rogaine. Yeah, but, okay. but you know, no one in my it's vegan. Balds, you know, we're not <laughs> animals. <so. laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Promote the show, Nick. Yeah, go I ahead. missed. I missed. I missed what he said about the ball joke. I it's don't okay. Know. Don't People worry stop about listening, it. just like when he performs. All right, real Here quick. Go to iTunes, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, nothing less. I want nothing but one-star reviews one from stars. now on. Go to Spotify. I don't know if you could do reviews there. Give us <laughs> fucking three rainbows. Like spank Whatever one the out fuck. on the phone. Doesn't you matter. You can shoot a load on your iPhone. <laughs> what? Is that bad? Does that it bad? stick in the, uh, the outlet? Is that wrong? Because if you do that, then Facebook will have your DNA. Yeah. <laughs> My Which God, they already it's true. probably have. It's true. But, uh, and also YouTubes, if you want to see us, because you can watch us, because we're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. And just like Milo said, two out of three ain't bad. It's you know? certainly Me true. Me and you, Lisa. That. I would do. Sorry. Okay, that was last week. <laughs> Wonderful I shan't sing this time. I'm going to do, I regret 
we did an episode on regrets, and I regret yes. singing so much on that episode <laughs> because I was so all songs audience. that none of you had heard of, like "Just Once" by James. Nah, yeah, I just and that's yeah, okay. that was good. That was that's good. okay. That was good. So I regret singing. So I shan't do it now. That's now I regret saying shan't because that is very. I just shan't my pants <laughs> listening to <laughs> you. I, here, I have to plug my dates real quick so I don't regret that. Oh okay. my god! I hate but you. you'll regret seeing him. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, what I'll be hosting. So go? come. Well, you're gonna want to come see me if you live in Connecticut or the surrounding area. Please come see me uh. at Fairfield Comedy <laughs> Club on April 23rd in Fairfield. You can get tickets FairfieldComedyClub.com. I'll be, How do you do I'll a fart featuring. noise? Can you do a fart <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Bo. What's your next one? Fairfield Comedy Club, April 23rd. Uh, there's one show up right now. There will be two shows up by the time Why? you hear this. Probably Because Why? there's going to be too many tickets sold. <laughs> yeah, the, any any amount of shows. Oh, sorry. I can't even. Any amount of tickets. <laughs> I can't. I'm too tired. <laughs> I'm too tired. Let's just take two. Any amount of tickets bought is too many sold to yeah, your show. Very okay. good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, Lisa yeah, just yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lisa just went. Lisa just went. Yeah, I just give up. I that was so funny. Too tired. Too hot. Don't get it. Okay, uh, no, but go see Bo. He really is not as awful live. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's as well, much of a shining self-endorsement. <laughs> right. Know, I know. All right. So, what do we have to start with today? Uh, a little, maybe a little mental health, maybe a little meathead, yeah. maybe a little all over the place. Okay, yeah, I believe care. that your mental health is very much mirroring those of our listeners. It's not good. I see what he so, has written down. Bo, I would love to hear your mental health check-in today. See, this is, oh, no. this is not going to be good. So oh, this Bo's week, I feel oh, no. like Caitlyn Jenner oh, because I am transitioning <laughs> from a feature comic to a headliner. And I'm just getting used to experiencing the headliner lifestyle. Listen, that is very bad, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Thank God. I'm, I'm not no, even no, no, I don't mind. But oh, okay. you didn't do enough of a pause after the word transition. Oh, you're right. So here's how, if you wanted that joke to land, possibly yeah. let's workshop it. Okay, let's do it. You know, here, I'll be Bo. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wore the baggy shirt. We need a pillow. No. I uh, <laughs> feel like you can't do the same voice as Nick. Oh, no, my, this no. is different. Mine's more. I feel like that you. That's Nick. That's me. Caitlyn Jenner. Except I am transitioning from feature to headliner. See, <laughs> you have to say except because what happens is then we think you're getting a dick uh, cut off. Oh, which would also be a good move. Yes, because the Russians. Not much to get rid of. <laughs> The Russians would support that He's because of small scalpel. <laughs> Alexander, you know, like those little kid scissors. That's all you, know you need. Could be his, right off. His, yeah. his Russian nickname could be Alex. Cut your cock off. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, you you are transitioning. I would say from an open micer to a cheaply paid closer. I okay. feel the That's word headliner. Yeah. I think we have That's said, and you know, I admire you and I, I love your work ethic. I do not like your delusion. <laughs> headliner, people recognize their name and they buy tickets. A closer is someone who does 45 minutes at the end. Mm -hmm. So I think you're a closer by some D-list clubs. Right. And just like your you arteries. You were previously an open micer, so yeah. you are like Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> in that way. Fearful comedy club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You are. You are like Caitlyn Jenner. You're a Republican. Because I like your enthusiasm, but we have to keep the delusion to a minimum. I'm a headliner now. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I'm a big deal. I'm a big... Oh, that so was a loud. Tough one. <laughs> I think Wolf just went deaf. Yeah. No, but I, I, I am proud of you. So, uh, yeah. how is that transition going? It's, Have you grown tits? You like grow tits. Like <laughs> Did you get your period yet? He's like, I've been growing these tits for the last 29 years planning this. Honestly, though, things are going great, but I think that the experience of things getting more serious and like it being more is definitely a little scary. Really? Yeah. Bo's, ver Bo's vertigo no, came back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me ask you about that because I was worried about you. I got a text from you a couple weeks ago. We didn't talk about this last week because I didn't want to push it. Yeah. And you said, hey, my vertigo's back. And I was like, uh-oh. What do you do you think that came as a result of this new pressure on you? Yeah, I think I was to experiencing steal like someone's a lot. 45 minutes and do it. <laughs> Go to FairfieldComedyClub.com. <laughs> Tickets are on sale. To see uh, Rich Our Instagrams, <laughs> links in our bios, both of us will be Patrice there. Patrice O'Neill's yeah. material yeah, will be there. We'll be there. done by Bo McDowell. The first 30 will be me, the last 15 will be stuff I remember from Netflix. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Elephant in the Room was a great show I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, no, but so what do you think? Do you think that it's really throwing you off mentally, or it was that difficult to deal with. Yeah, I think I like put a lot of pressure on myself in this last month, especially mm -hmm. with like JFL and um, and just doing a lot more spots and being very, very busy. And I had like a little bit of like just a like I hit the wall a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, I went and saw, you know, some piece of crap doctor and, you know, like a medical doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't I hate doctors so much. Why? Because they, they just tell you what you don't want to hear. They know everything. But you know what I mean? Do. No, they don't. They I mean, know a lot. They, they always give, trying to give you drugs, and uh, there's bad Which drugs. you love. I don't need the drugs anymore. What did he want to give you, by the way? No, he didn't want to give me any drugs. Did but you see sickness medicine? Yeah. Dramamine? Yeah, Dramamine, yeah. Dramamine, yeah. That's but, great. Yeah, that is good. That is good. But they're always like, well, you, you're anxious. You should take drugs. I'm not going to take your drugs. <laughs> my anxiety. I, I know I have anxiety. Although you were on them for years. I was off. on them for, yeah, and they fucked uh, a lot of my stuff up there. So this is you Meaning good. You couldn't get a hard on? Is that why? No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. No, no. Prove it. Get hard. <laughs> Hold on. Wolf, give the countdown. Five. Four. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Ooh, well, yeah. listen, this show does not crap on an entire occupation. I'm not a fan. I think a lot of mental I health. They're useless. No, doctors are very good. No, they're not. I have a problem with functional medicine doctors. They think you could take a fucking herb and oh, suddenly yeah. you're fucking flying, flying on sunshine. That's true. I don't like it. That's I true. personally like a good old fashioned shot of penicillin. Well, I want some weed. I want to relapse. Let's oh, God, oh, shut up. So listen, stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Right. I would Blood love pressure. to know if we could what occurred right leading up to this vertigo attack. You were, lo you were looking horrible. at Uncle Ben's rice and you fell over. <laughs> like Tony no, Soprano. No, I was searching for my wallet, which I had lost. And I was trying to get like the timing down, to, like when I gotta leave and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And I was, uh, and and I like had a moment where I just like lost control, of, like balance and stuff like that. I thought and you were gonna then, say bowels, which would have been no, fucked up. No, the bowels. I would have really gone to the hospital right then. Yeah, when you're <laughs> shitting yourself, you know it's a problem. Yeah. Well, you know what? Some dried I'm apricots. Not, I'm not as self-absorbed as I used to be, but yeah. the first place I went to. Was first of all, okay, the second place. The first thing I thought of was, oh my God, 
Bo lives in an apartment with stairs. What if he tumbles down the stairs? And I started laughing. That would be fucking hilarious. That would be so awful because I can't even imagine how much that would hurt. Second, I was thinking, what if he was taking care of my dog Peggy at the time right. and had a vertigo attack? Then he'd leave her with his weird fucking mother. She and the loves mother, Peggy. I don't care, would feed Peggy chocolate because mom doesn't know that that poisons dogs. I'd come home to Bo with a broken neck because he fell down the stairs and a fucking collapsed dog <laughs> and a dead mother because I'd kill that fucking whore. No offense, Mrs. Bo. You're a fine lady and I like you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm worried for my my dog. Right. How are we going to guarantee... dog was not in any danger well, at suppose. all. I love that. <laughs> Bo's vertigo brought her to what if my dog was... How can I put it myself? How do I get over <laughs> that fear? Because I have to go away and you have to watch Peggy. So how do I get over the fear? I bet I have a feeling you would have not gotten a vertigo attack if you had something to take care of you think so i think your focus would not have been on the wallet it would have been on taking care of something else and you would have been like i can handle this i really think sometimes when we have something else to focus on but ourselves that it works out better maybe maybe yeah maybe i'll get like a no just so fucking take care of my dog like stupid pig or no i don't care if the fucking hamster flush him i don't care would you call me doing but please <laughs> don't kill my dog that's all i'm saying yeah. All right. I don't know how Peggy got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, because so I'm not going to kill your dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then maybe I have to apologize for my meathead moment that I just did, which I went from your trauma and your sad story <laughs> to making it all about me. But it's really not about me. It's about that poor little helpless creature. Right, right. Because right. she's so innocent I'm little. I'm going to kill her. No. Shut up! <laughs> I don't apologize. Me Never too. Mind. Oh, my God. Nick, what have you been going through? I imagine it's not falling down the stairs and dying. Nah, dude. None of those things are what I was going yeah. through. <laughs> kind, of, kind of was. Dying. No, I have a meathead moment. Well, it's not even a moment. It's just been the last I don't know. Five years? Few years. Something. Wow. I am barking up all the wrong trees. Looking below and all by the trees, I mean clams. And by clams, <laughs> I mean Skirts. women. Skirts. What's another word? Uh, I don't know, but you got to wait. But you got a broads. She got a nice set of gams on her. Yeah, broads, clams, skirts. I heard a guy say doll face last month to a woman in public. It was shocking. I would have. Was he eighty-five? No, he was young, (laughs) and it was sad. Hey, doll face. Well, there is a show on Hulu, which I thought was there's a show on Hulu called That's because her dad left early. He wasn't around. She (laughs) was molested. So I think. Sometimes girls like a little thing like that, like a guy being a little bit like. Listen, sweetheart. She a girl, sweetheart. Yeah. What about sweetheart? Let me ask if you a some. girl likes dollface, you don't want to be near. Her. No. What about daddy? What some. if I called you daddy? Oh, that's no. so gross. What if I, I said mean, zaddy with a z, like Ty Dolla Sign? Even worse, I think. Zaddy. I don't think any of it's good. <laughs> How about like a name? We just like, call each other. Why don't you find yourself an older woman? Why don't you call you James? Because that's your real name. All right, let's rewind. Let's reset. So reset. <laughs> okay, so Nick is barking up the wrong trees. Okay, yeah, so. style, baby. Yeah, so what's with happening? Why I, I don't want to go into too this? many specifics. I honestly don't know why. I think yeah, I'm a little specifics. Names. Nope. Addresses. Nope. 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 Um, all bad stuff. It's not bad. It's just like I'm. I'm putting myself in bad 
Uh, Sorry. Situ- oh my god. It's okay. Go ahead. It's bad. I'm listening, like Frazier. Go ahead. Bad situations. <laughs> uh, not bad situation. I'm fine. I'm not in like any danger or anything. I feel like I'm phrasing this the wrong way. It's just they're not. It's not good. I'm just chasing the high of like, you know, conquest. Yes. Yes. But but well if put. you're barking up the wrong clam. If you're trying to shuck the wrong clam, as yeah, it were, maybe an oyster or two. Is there any chase involved? Any high involved? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So you're even having to chase down unworthy clam. Yeah, I think it's just you just. Uh, no, here's I'm the, a hunter. Well, here's the thing, you got, <laughs> but you got a couple clams in the stable right now. Oh, That's boy. a really even, mixed metaphor. Clams are not in the stable; they're well, on a beat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You got them in your couple clams in the castle. In the net, couple clams in the sandcastle. Okay. So How about just mares genius. in the stable? Let's go with mares. The mares. All right. I think. How about we just stop dehumanizing <laughs> women? Mare de Blasio. No, I'm just kidding. Stop dehumanizing women and just say I've got a couple of gals. Yeah. A couple, of, a doll couple faces. of gals. I really don't have time to date, nor do I have any interest in downloading right. apps. So or what's any of that the problem shit. with you having a couple of? I know. Lambs in I just, the I just feel like it's like it's like how I feel about almost like when food it's like all right this meal is pretty good but like i gotta get you know you gotta stick to the diet a little bit more i think you know maybe i don't i'm a control freak so maybe that's it no what it is is you know that you're shooting low and that bothers you just like a meal for you if it's not healthy in your estimation is shooting low so you got two choices shoot higher and risk rejection and move on. Nope. Move on with your life in an upward motion or stop beating yourself up over these meals and these women who just kind of are going in and out of your life because you're just stuck in the middle. You're either beating yourself up about it, which because that's what you said, it was a meathead moment or just fucking stop doing it. Right. Right. What is why can't you stop? I don't know. I think Nick. No offense, High testosterone. but you enjoy I don't know so much because it's I don't know gives you any excuse not to have self-discovery. So anytime we quickly go to I don't know, it means I don't want to think about it. I'm just going to keep doing my bullshit. I got to figure it out. I did text. I mean, therapy was yesterday. But I texted my therapist this morning and I was like, hey, I have uh, some stuff I have to Good. talk about next week. Yeah. I go, why am I doing this? She's like, we'll talk about it. Why like, do yeah. you think, though, she doesn't have the answers? She doesn't have the answers. You know inside why you're doing it. I think you're doing it to not risk rejection, fear of intimacy. You're afraid of moving forward. You're afraid of being good at something and going on with your life. You are afraid to be the body you want or in the relationship you want because then there's a fear of loss. Yeah. So It's also like accountability. Like this is like I could kind of do whatever I want. I know I'm not going to get hurt. There's no risk. Yep. You so if you go if after a girl who's worthy of you, then there is a chance she could break your heart someday. If you get to your perfect weight, there's a chance that you can gain two pounds and then it all <laughs> yeah. goes to hell, which, by the right. way, neither is bad. No. You can fucking be whatever weight you want or date whoever you want and have your heart broken and heal. But sure. you're in this treading water place right now, and it's got to feel very conflicting. Yeah. Listen, it's probably yeah. why I was out with comedy last year. So right, wait, wait, yeah. Wait. The, the what do you mean? Failure, fear of failure, and like kind of one toe in, and. But like, you want to know what's weird about that? The minute you committed to doing more comedy and to doing it fully, you really haven't bombed. No. You maybe had a couple of rough sets that you didn't love, yeah, but you've never gotten crickets. Eight. I mean, 
If you're talking about Sasha, I've seen Could Nick. Could you be more insecure, dude? <laughs> I've seen Nick do fantastic, and I've seen Bo get crickets. So I'm just saying, not always. Every now and then. Every right, now and then, we one? all eat it. <laughs> yeah, every we now need, and then. It's dude, a you need it, though, yeah, man. Yeah. You need it. But I, I embrace think those now. if you applied your desire to be in a loving relationship and have kids and to have the body you want, if you apply the same stick to that you did with comedy and the risk-taking and the fear of getting your heart broken kind of fades into the background, then you'd be yeah. kind of no, moving I, forward I, in this area. You're definitely right, but I, I, when, I, when I think as you're saying that, I'm like, ooh, I really don't want to move forward in those areas right now. Like, I just feel yeah. like I can't or, like, I just – I really don't – like, that's not my – it's not my focus, and it's okay, Right. I think. Right. Well, then I, you I, have to get over – Beating yourself up. I'm yeah. over it. I'm just like, it's I'm just. Acceptance. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Trust me, man. I'm not like sitting, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not yeah. upset about it. I'm just like, oh, this is, you got to figure this thing. I think you think you're living half a life. What do you mean by that? Because you're half in on so many things. You're half in with women. You're half in with, uh, you know, the physical fitness. You're half, like, so you're, you got one foot in, one foot out mm. in a lot of areas, so that's got to feel uncomfortable. So you have to either accept that that's okay. Got to go full bush. <laughs> or go full bush. <laughs> I full love- bush, baby! I'm going full bush at comedy and work, and I feel great. I'm very happy and, like, fulfilled. I actually had someone, a friend of mine, we were talking on the phone a few days ago, and she was asking me, she was like, you seen anybody? Like, And I go, no, none of the apps. I haven't seen anyone. She goes, I, I want you to be happy. I go, I'm actually very happy and yeah. fulfilled right now. Like, I'm enjoying everything. So cool. she was like, oh, great. Then cool. And I was like, yeah, I just don't even. So maybe that's the answer. I don't know. Well, the answer is that there's many happy people who are single and don't want a relationship, and that's not the point. Right, that's right. fine. Yeah. It's that it keeps coming up that you either should want more and maybe it's working on getting rid of the should, mm. or it's going, wow, I really do want more, but I'm afraid. Right. So yeah. either one doesn't matter. Probably that fine. second one. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> but that's good self-awareness, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. it's not a meathead. No, 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 no. And you also are, you You don't need to shame yourself either. Because, like, you know, I mean, you know I've dated plenty of mentally unstable women. <laughs> they had to be. Samesies. Well. And, you know, like, as long as in the beginning you understand, hey, this is only going to last, you know, as long as it can last. And it's for fun, and it's not, you know, it's not going to be a long-term thing. You're not introducing her to your parents or anything. Like, you know what I mean? So Parent. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I got sad now. <laughs> as long as you don't... I bring her to the, the grave on the move. second date and be like, it's my mom. <laughs> as long as you don't fall down the steps and kill my dog. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa's like, listen, you two do whatever you want. If you hurt Peggy or Parker, I'll kill you. It's over. I I just think you got to accept where you are right now, but still work on where you want to be. Right. That's the problem. I'd do anything for love. In five, but I won't do that. Yeah. Five years from now, if the same shit is being talked about, you got to have your fucking head examined for real. Yeah, I would go yeah, for yeah. electroshock where you get those freaking electrodes in your head. Yeah, I'm going like to take a bath with nest. a toaster later. Yeah. I think <laughs> you just kill out. yourself. Five years from now, <laughs> let's like have an episode about you killing yourself. We have, a, we have a reunion episode. <laughs> we come back, Bo's shredded. <laughs> He's like a fitness model. I have hair. Like it's just wow. it checks out all that. And I'm dead. Lisa's doing comedy. No, Lisa's back on the road <laughs> selling out Radio City and shit. Yeah. This is in the Catskills. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. All right, let's take a break. And this week, what are we talking about, Nicholas? Celebrating our failures. Oh, and the list of failures. Ooh, I mean, too big. Yeah. Just like me. We'll be right back. (laughs) Bye. Hello, Hello, welcome back to Lose with a Dream podcast. podcast. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? are we? We are losers. And we have some dreams. I and mean, we have some dreams, dude. And I have some fruit in my throat. And by that I mean uh, I went guy down named on Tony's in your throat. Yeah, I went down on bow during the break. Uh, tastes like sour cream. Anyways. Okay. We are gonna get into our topic. Okay. Just celebrating, celebrating our failures. our failures, which we do on a daily basis yep. here at the Losers of the Dream. It's most of my material. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's all of our material is celebrating. It's true. Our failures. Yeah, I think it's good to pay homage. Is that how you say it? Homage. Uh, did you say porridge? <laughs> you one of the three bears? <laughs> I'm, I'm a big bear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we want to pay homage to our uh, our celebrated failures. What do you have, my man? As failures, as failures, uh, almost everything. Yeah. Um, I like to pay homage to a a failure with uh with girls, right? Like mm. uh, I I like Which to continues on- to this very day. Yeah, it's a consistent thing. There's definitely like a few relationships I look back on and I like try to. I tried to go, hey, man, like that was actually, even though it didn't work out, it was a nice time. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I have those. And it taught me a lot. Yeah. You know sometimes I mean? you need, I think sometimes you need, I dated a girl shortly after I had a bad breakup with my last serious ex. It was like yeah. two months after. And she was gorgeous. And I, it was just like a, and she was fun. And it was like a good confidence boost to like just right. help me get, I dated her for five weeks. Yeah. But it just was like, the right thing Wait, to get me that redheaded back. Girl? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To get me. It was just a right. It was a that thing was to just good. get me back in the game. I know. I met you and you were with her and I was like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I brought her and one of her really hot friends to like an open mic. Yeah. That was, and a, all, that's why it ended, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a girl to an open uh, mic. A stress factory and like, you know, you know, all the comics, we guys who hang out with Kelly, like, dude, what's going on? Yeah. Why is there and a girl like, here that's yeah, like, oh, sure. <laughs> I was like, have you showered this week? Yeah. <laughs> These fucking guys. But um yeah, man, sometimes like it's you know, it's it's a quote unquote failure, but it was like something I needed. Like it felt it just was like the thing I needed to get back in the game. Yeah. Like it was like I was like, I thought I was gonna win, I lost the championship, I took two months off, and then I got some next thing you know you get a playoff. I got a spot. sports yeah, <laughs> I got a sports psychologist to help me get my head back in the game. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm hitting fucking home yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's always the good thing of you know knowing <coughs> that you you know you can still uh, you know do it, uh, still swing the bat as they say. But uh, even like relationships that have though failed though, like I'm like, yeah, that was good because if I didn't have that relationship, then I probably wouldn't be as good of a husband to the girl that I hope to marry. Do you know what I mean? Like if you don't have a series of bad or you know, relationships that are have good parts and bad parts, right? Then you don't really understand how to be in a relationship. No. So then it's the like, you know, like the failure is the point. Like you have to keep failing so that when you're with the person that you don't want to fail with, you know what to do. Mm. 
Isn't that amazing that I came up with that? Fucking Dr. Phil over here, dude. Yeah, get in there, Kirk Franklin. Preach, preacher! (laughs) Shut up, Bo. Um, Anyway. (sighs) Yeah, we all I think celebrating failures is important. It's kind of like, it's similar to the regrets episode, but not really. You need to celebrate some of these things. Yeah, like I wanted to play the trombone. Dude, the best. I wanted to be trombonist. Listen at home. He has it. If you want to laugh the hardest you've ever laughed... You get on a Zoom call with Bo, and he starts playing the fucking trombone. Yeah. I've never seen... There was a group of comics when the <laughs> pandemic very first hit, and we all did, like, a big Zoom call together. There's yeah, like, yeah. 20 of us, or probably 10, 15 of us. Yeah. And Bo pulled out his trombone and started playing horribly. We were all hyperventilating. We were laughing so hard. Dude, and it is a failure, because whenever I see that trombone, I think, man... You know, I was going to be in New Orleans at this time. <laughs> this time of year, I should be in New Orleans practicing for my gig <coughs> with Trombone Shorty and uh, Corey Henry and them. But uh, <laughs> it didn't happen. It's not working out. I am out, not no. a, uh, a professional musician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you are a mediocre closer for comedy. Yeah, apparently. And <laughs> buy tickets, fairfieldcomedy.com. Um, <laughs> Next but, comedy stop, Boston. But yeah, I, I definitely I can celebrate that. You know what I mean? Like it was it was a try. And hey, maybe twenty years from now when this is all gone bad and I'm having a tough time, maybe I get back into that trombone. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I pull out that brass and I start playing with it. And then all of a sudden You brass monkey, you Yeah, magic happens. I could be I could be the Rodney Dangerfield of tromboning. You're 50 and you hit it big? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. That can happen. It can happen. So, you know, it's we can celebrate the fact that, hey, I, I gave it a shot. Yeah. And in the future, I will be very successful at it, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, I don't have any failures, so let's just move on. Yeah, okay. What about, okay. No, I... <laughs> Come on. Um, celebrating certain failures, I'll tell you. Maybe I, I will say... There was a point in my mid to late 20s where I was going back to school because I wanted to go. You had already get, done Springfield. The I, I wanted to get a doctorate in physical therapy right. or, I, or I wanted to go to PA school, and I was taking prerequisites for that. Wow. And I remember being in chemistry, and I was like 26 at the time. If there was a time for me to go back to school, it was right after college because I was like, it, there's this weird you gotta thing. You got to stay in. You can't, yeah. Dude, there's this weird thing, and I'm sure – this never happened to Lisa, but <laughs> there's this weird thing that happens. Like, I feel like when you, after you're a few years out of school and you, like, I was trying to do schoolwork and I was like, and I was like, my br- I'm not here anymore. Like, I yeah. would read essays I wrote in college four years after, say, like, years after college. And I was like, how did I write that? <laughs> I couldn't put a sentence together right yeah. now. Like, <laughs> what? It's just, like, the training of it. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I was doing it. I was I was spending a lot of money in these prereqs, and I'm looking at the prices of these schools, and I already have debt. And I, I was in chemistry, and I was like, this ain't for me, man. Like, this is yeah. not good. I stopped. I dove into training, which has been, you know, awesome, and, and I'm happy I did it. And I'm happy I went back to school and kind of learned that. I thought I thought I needed to get I needed to have a master's degree. Right. My grandmother drilled it into my fucking head. That's all. She was all about status. I mean, like that's what the woman did. She was and all you about never never achieved any of the things she wanted you to do. No, and she didn't achieve anything much either. So she's looking up right now. Going, fuck her. You never 
<laughs> she, wanted, she had a lot of debt because she wanted to look nice in her apartment. Yeah, so she's let's, a real piece uh, of shit. Let's, she's a real, she uh, sucks. She does. We hate her. Oh, God. This, this podcast Bo's is trying to punch up everything today, and it's just like, you're not Tim Dillon, bro. Like you know I know I mean? I'm not, but I look a little like him. <laughs> oh, um, you're a fat white guy who's gay? Um, but listen. No, but I, I'm glad because that, it made me kind of dive into what I do now, and I love what I do now uh, for work. And also just, I also got to start my first, uh, after that ended, I started my first podcast. Yeah, a fitness podcast that I had for two years that and that failed, right? Yeah, we had more downloads than this one, but <laughs> um, <laughs> don't put that. But up, that's man. what that's what. Yeah, we're talking about celebrating failures. That's what I was Delete getting into. That. Delete that. Delete that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did it myself. So, um, <clears throat> but you know, I had uh, a fitness podcast, but and I wanted to turn it into a business and I wanted to like do it right, and it didn't work out. But I the experiences and the connections I made and like. The amount of fun I had doing yeah, yeah, yeah. it was absolutely phen phenomenal, and like right. I still have those connections today. And like if I ever, you know, did a, if I could, I have these opportunities to go on other podcasts or start another podcast and have people I can talk to, have yeah, like yeah, a yeah. network. And it's just, it's just cool, man. And and I, I celebrate that failure because that was the. Mo That's I would true. do, I would do it again today. And yeah, you can always go back and do like do it again today. Nick Scopoletti's protein hour, and that'll be great. Ooh, the eggplant hour. <laughs> Gay for pay also. Yeah. What other names should my podcast be? Yeah, I don't know. But I think <laughs> if you need to focus on, you know, supplements and talking to other uh, losers about supplements, I think that's a great idea. I think right. you should follow that. Coming from the guy that meets with losers four days a week <laughs> to talk about all their Talk failures. about their past supplements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their past supplemental use. Yeah, yeah. So I'm no, kidding. but all I'm right, kidding so about gotta, the AAP. I, I love all you guys. Yeah, you, yeah. they're all so nice. So you got good a, huggers, great huggers. Love hugging. So you got a lot out of that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, most I've got to have like pretty like, you know, like Lisa said before, no regrets. Like I've had to have pretty cool experiences and got to do things I never thought I would do. Yeah, and like I'm like, this is pretty fucking, it's pretty dope. Yeah, you know what I mean, this is my. I don't compare myself to my friends at all. Like I'm not like, I have I have one client. I really don't like him. But this guy, every week, he asks about my dating life. And he goes, he's like 60-something years old. And he's like, clock's ticking. Every week. <laughs> You're almost dead, pal. That's yeah, what you say to him. Clock's ticking. Meanwhile, this guy, like, <laughs> I'm not the one who's in, be worried about he's the in clock. his, like, late 60s, and he talks about how the, the girls in the gym, he's like, ah, she's going to be chubby when she's older. Oh, well, this guy's a dirtbag. Gross, dude. I hate training him. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but he always brings that shit up, and I, like, and I'm like, well, as he says these things, I'm like, there's a part of me that I feel like I should be mad at this. But I'm also like... I think it's kind of funny. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, what? Uh, all right, let's say. Let's say I force myself to date a woman. I don't feel that it's right. But it's... And there's people who have done this. who are like, well, I've been with them. I think we talked about it in a previous podcast. They're like, oh, I've been with them five years. Might as yeah. well just do the whole thing. Yeah, might as well just get into a legally binding contract. Right. What are we you talked fucking about nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. think about like if I really, if I really, really, really wanted to, like, I looked at my friends. I'm like, I want a wife and kids, and I didn't care what the cost. Right. I would give up. You know what I mean? Just Anything to be like, case. hey, we're 
we're the same. <laughs> look, I'm going to Home Depot. Yeah, look, <laughs> our kids go to school. It's like, dude, that's not my, it's not yeah. my journey, dude. It's not my path. <laughs> okay. Which is like, well, it's, it's just like, here's the deal, man. <laughs> Listen up, dude. I'm going to a music festival with Wolf. I want to go home. All right, all right. Relax. So we're celebrating, yeah, yeah I celebrate failures, those failures. Okay, though. I failed At many things. comedy. Ah, uh, not yet. <laughs> no, I but we're on I've, our way, babe. I definitely failed at being uh, a, a drink. Oh, I failed at like having like being the life of the party. That was always my goal, and I failed at it. But you know what? When I think back, I had some fun times. Do you know what I mean? Like I can definitely celebrate the period of time where I was a out of control drug addict and alcoholic because there's a lot of it that was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, and and that's why when you're sitting around with a group of drunks or a group of addicts or whatever, like the, you're talking, and and not all of it is like, oh man, this is what I did. A lot of it's like, yeah, this is what I, it was kind of fun. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, you know, because and I like to celebrate those parts of it. You know what I mean? And not like sit in like the constant, oh well, I was in I was in this form and and it was terrible and I was hiding this. Like you don't need to constantly be dredging up the sadness of it because there is a lot of excitement to it too. Like, you know, you were living, you were living wrong, but it was fun. You yeah. know, I got a, I got a buddy of mine who just, um, we went through a super hard time literally within like a month of each other, like yeah. three weeks. And it was to the point where both of us were unemployed for about two months. And I would, he was so depressed after what happened to him that I would literally go pick him up and we would just go to the gym once a day and like just stay there for a few hours and work out, then go to the diner, have talks. But like he didn't talk for like two weeks. It was like a bad, we were going through it like the same time. And he's been, you know, bouncing around, doing things, but kind of like just following his heart and he's trying things. And he went back to school too. And yeah, you know, and be an open mic in like three weeks. <laughs> no, he's not going to okay, do that. Good, he has no good. desire. What I was getting to is that, you know, he's pursuing, he's pursuing more of, he was doing the training thing and now he's, really phenomenal graphic designer and he just got like a sal this is his dream like a yeah. salary job fully remote yeah graphic design job and you know what i mean he's like i could not be happier because it's yeah. like and but he's like dude all those things i thought i needed to go back to school do physical therapy do pa school whatever it is yeah speaking of which i actually had a period of time where i thought i was going to be a physical therapist um, I had just finished high school and I found a program at Sacred Heart University that I could Good do. School. And I was like, you know what? Well, I'll go be a physical therapist. I'll do a few years at the community college, get a little associates, and I'll go yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and finish it off at Sacred Heart. And then I found out that it's like probably like 60 grand a semester for Sacred Heart. And I was like, a yeah, year, no, I'm a not. Year, oh, a year, but still, that's too much money. So then I decided, oh, dude, it's insane, bro. Yeah. It's insane. I was looking at the top PT school in the nation, I believe, at the time was USC. Right. I would have came out of there with $160,000. But what, don't you, you make a lot of money there? You make six figures when you get out. Yeah, six yeah, figures. So but shut up. you're still in a lot of debt, dude. It's Anyways. wild. And it's just. You're still so in a lot of debt. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's an idea where you go, all right, I could have failed that, but I decided, yeah, you know, whatever, I'm going to go the easier route. Yeah. And also, I, I would tell uh, one of the things that happened to me, too, I was going to PT school and I, again, I was putting all this weight in the status of having the degree. It wasn't even about wanting to do physical therapy. It was yeah. to like say that I did, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was like to say that I did it. 
but I remember I was working at this gym under a guy who kind of mentored me and he brilliant had phenomenal knowledge base to the point where there was a physical therapy clinic underneath us mm -hmm. and they would send people to him to like fix them. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> All these people downstairs with doctorates of physical therapy are sending their people to him because they can't yeah. figure it out. And I'm like, maybe I'm on the looking at the wrong side of things. Yeah. Like maybe I'll just, you know, help people out this way. And there was one woman in particular we helped out tremendously and it's the reason why I stayed in training. But um yeah, I'm kind of glad I went through that, though. It was annoying at the time. Went through a lot of debt. Yeah. Racked up some credit cards. I feel like anything we go through, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter, right? Like, I think at the at the age that we're at, I mean, we're ju you're just starting to get into, like, it counts time. A little bit. But, like, right now, I'm still in a little bit of garbage time. Like, 29, that's garbage yeah, time. Yeah, it's garbage time. You know, like, where you're just, like... The stuff that you you try or that you throw your whole weight into at this age doesn't really – it's not going to make or break you. It's not going to end your life failing at a, a podcast or failing at a career change. It's not going to break you, right? Um, but once you start hitting that – it's interesting because I did talk to a guy recently who's around our age and he was – or uh, like 35, 36. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, there's something that happens – to like a the 29, 30, and 31 year old that isn't quite that if if what you're doing isn't starting to turn into something, mm. there becomes like a lot of fear. And I was like, I could definitely see that. You know what I mean? Like if I was doing something where it wasn't starting to at least look like it had promise, then I would really start to be like, oh no, like what do I do? Yeah, what do I do? The, yeah, and that's when you start grabbing for the safe thing, you know? Yeah. But I think no matter what, if you go all the way in and even if you do fail, there's something to celebrate there because it's like, hey, man, like uh, you can at least sell uh, you can celebrate the attempt. You know, what I mean, you can celebrate the I tried. Yeah. Which is cool. Like to, to put your whole anything into something is a, is a complete accomplishment, yeah. whether or not it turns into money or fame or success or, you know, even a meal doesn't really matter. Kissing guys. Kissing guys. What? <laughs> <laughs> we. I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with the one and only head clam in charge. Head clam in charge. Lisa, Lampanelli. the actual headliner. <laughs> Lampanelli. Oh, my God. We'll be right back. Hello. Welcome back to Losers with a Dream. We are losers, and man... We got some big dreams. We're tired and hungry. Yeah, we don't have any. <laughs> I'm dreams eating a left. vegan wrap. This is how you know I've given up. Starting <laughs> <laughs> to kill myself. <laughs> oh my god! Well, we need to talk about this subject. Yep. We need to celebrate yep. the failure of this episode because that was <laughs> you guys. That segment was a fucking abortion. I am telling bad. you right now, bad. I am all pro-choice, and I say we cut that whole thing out and behead it. Because, boy, you guys, you don't, and you Nick, did, even uh, Bo, I'm used to Nick being about as shallow as you possibly can. I get it. He's limited, and I've accepted it. But you, Bo, you with your energy level and phoned a negative eight, he's phoning it in. But I will not phone it in because yeah. I am a professional. 
I, as you were talking, and I was not listening because it wasn't compelling, <laughs> I was making a list of all my failures, and I think it's a good exercise for me okay. to read them aloud. And these are only in recent years. Okay. As you know, I was a big success with comedy, but does lightning strike twice? The answer is absolutely <laughs> not. I have had a two failed off-Broadway shows. I failed as an actor. I failed in acting class. I had a non-best-selling autobiography. I had three podcast failures. I went to Yale for three months and then got rejected the next summer. I have failed at weight loss 800 fucking times. I have two failed marriages and every single adult male relationship of my life. Failed at ballroom dancing, failed at tap dancing, and 347 friendships. So, <laughs> we have to be fearless of our failure yeah. and say, wait a minute. There's one way I have not failed, and that is by staying in the game. Yeah. By being a human and evolving and growing, and I think that's the problem. People have failure after failure, and all these have, most of these are stacked up after I, I retired from comedy. So I'm like, oh, wow. I still, I don't try to chase the dream anymore or the high, but it's like, wow, you don't have to get out of the game even if it doesn't result in financial gain or if it doesn't result in some kind of a soothed ego, you just have to keep growing and staying and taking risks that make you happy. Does that make sense? Yes. Because what the yeah. problem is, is people, they fail once and they go, fuck it, I get the day job or fuck it, I just, you know, put my dreams away. Right. So do we have to do that? No. Chances are, okay, I remember when I started comedy, this guy said to me, after the first time I bombed, he goes, you learn nothing from killing, you learn everything from bombing. So, Nick, if you were to take something you bombed at in life, what's something you bombed at? You just fucking couldn't do it. You couldn't make it work. Uh, definitely going back to school, like taking those prerequisites. I was like, there's no... And by shot. the way, I when you said, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, you're absolutely right. When you try to study... Like a student after several years of not, it's virtually Bro. impossible. Yeah. And that's why when we did when I did that program at Yale for that's acting, shattering. I couldn't retain knowledge. I could do the Isn't acting it weird? stuff. It's no, weird. it's you're out of practice. It's a muscle you're it's not using anymore. Weird. And as a trainer, you know that analogy. Yeah, right. So check it out. I literally was so bad at researching <laughs> papers that I paid my assistant to write my term paper for me. <laughs> I said it on the radio. I told the fucking head of the class. I said, dude, I, the head of the program, I go, dude, truth be told, Jackie wrote that fucking paper and on the crucible. Was... I didn't. Okay. So, and again, it was just like a diploma program. It didn't even really count. Yeah. But I did not know how to study. So I get it. Oof. So if you take that failure and you go, okay, it's a failure how? Like, in what way is that a failure? What does that say? Like, what part of it was a failure to you? I don't know. I think I just put... Because I actually got through college, and then I was like, I could do this again. And then I went in there, and then I, I, I kind of bailed on it. I don't know. I just feel like I was pussied out, I but, guess. Uh, but the, why is that pussied out if you go, wait, this is just not something I want badly enough to twist myself for? Yeah, it's like I was like, I don't even – like oh I have to do I have to go work and then I have to do homework and then I like what are you crazy I'm not in the mood for this shit right but I think the whole thing is going okay everybody fails at stuff 
but what do we learn from that failure? What's your takeaway? Because mine, with all those things I just listed, it's that, okay, well, I may suck at all those things and I may not have gotten the financial reward I wanted, but at least I kept trying. And they keep taking risks. Because I think the problem is people have a bunch of failures and they're like, ooh, I can't risk any more of my self-esteem. Who gives a shit? I think I was yeah. trying to make a weakness a strength instead of doubling down on my strengths that I had. I think so I was, what weakness you were kind of... for school, just not being good in school and like getting a degree and like so many people... I mean, told the story millions of times, but just how bad I was in high school. No one expected me to even go to a college. It literally was like right. people literally like friends, parents or whatever and teachers would come up to me and be like, so what are you going to do? Right. Like that. That was how they, you know, at graduation, my English teacher who I love gave me a hug and he goes, all right, the fuck are you going to do now? Right. And he goes, your friends, you're not on the football team anymore. He goes, what are you going to do? And I was like, I guess I got to go to community college. You know what I mean? I think I was trying to like prove something like oh, yes. I can make this. Yes, my, yes. Make this my straight. I could be good at school. Look, I got a fucking master's degree. I got a doctorate in physical therapy. But it was like, why don't I just focus on the shit I am good at? Like connecting with people or being a good. Trainer? Yes. Like, why don't I just focus on that shit? So you learn that your strengths are where you should put your effort. And by the way, say we don't have a strength, say school, say speak another language, whatever. As long as we're doing it just to learn and to go, oh, that'd be nice to see if I have this skill and then let it go if it doesn't work for you. Right. But I think the whole idea that we have to twist ourselves to have these imaginary successes, mm -hmm. like why would I need a show on Broadway? Like why? To prove that I'm worthy? It's like, how about I just fucking celebrate that every time I fucking audition for something, I eat it. And I go, well, it kept me. And the way to celebrate, I, I, I fucking eat a cock because I'm like, I'm not good at auditioning. <laughs> so if you want to give me the part, that's great. But I have to say then, OK, I got to celebrate the fact that I suck big time at this. And it's just not something that's that interesting to me anymore. Yeah. And not, but then you can't take it personally and look back with regrets, like we talked about last week. Do you think it's easier to take take those failures because you were very successful at something? I'm trying to think, because before I failed at a lot of stuff before I started comedy. Yeah. So I always knew I wasn't going to be like a great writer. I so always like knew after I wasn't you had like great. such a long, you had a good career, a long career that like if you didn't. I think actually like, it's harder to take. Success failures after a big success because at first you're like, what? Yeah. What? Why, I can't what, what, do what, everything. What? Yeah, yeah. My book didn't get on the New York Times bestseller yeah, yeah, yeah. list. My, my my podcast only has eight thousand downloads a week. Like back yeah. then, that was like, oh, you should be so ashamed. You just got out of comedy. You should be able to have twenty thousand a week or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, that's so embarrassing. And then you're like, but like, it's okay because. What did I learn? I learned that I don't need that. Okay. So I think it's just, that's where the celebratory part comes in. So what do you think, Bo? Do you have anything you have colossally failed at? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely failed at school. I mean, anything I tried to do in school, I failed at. Um, I, my degree is kind of like... It, it was kind of a means to an end to just get me a job, right? which was great. Um, and, you know, I mean, I still have a job now. Like, I still am a, a salesperson. But I think I always wanted to, to Nick's point, kind of, like, have something that I, I studied and was, like, proficient at, which really I'm only really proficient at talking and, like, talking to people. And yeah. Like, you know, it's really my only skill is, like, being able to 
kind of you know manipulate words and and talk to people. So I definitely was bummed that I failed at school the way that I did. Like I mean I had a a 1.4 GPA in high school and then I had a two uh, six in college and graduated with you know just barely. Right. Um, and I always looked at that as kind of like a failure, mm -hmm. you know, but. At the end of the day, it's like, I mean, I got the degree that helped me make the money that I need to make, and I truly don't need much more. Right. Like, I don't really, there's, there would be no, I wouldn't look back on it and go, oh, I had a 4.0, and I, I got right. this, like, I, it just like, wouldn't really matter. Well, but the truth is, too, the way, the, the reason a celebratory idea comes in is where you go, what did that failure save me from? Yeah. So, if you had gotten... A 4.0 and you end up working some fortune 500 company and you're like a soulless asshole and you <laughs> rob the world of your sparkling wit and humor <laughs> no i mean it would have never gotten you to where you needed to do that and by the way then you're 50 years old and you finally decide to try off try comedy because you've put it off for so long yeah yeah like, i remember when i was a journalist there was a guy i had to do a story on who at 50 finally started auditioning and was getting acting parts yeah and I was like, oh, man, wait until 50 to get your dream going? Yeah. But see, if you had been a success in anything else, you probably would have put off comedy. Yeah. So it's what are we saved from? For instance, so if I take what was I saved from random fucking thing that I failed at? Um, okay. If I got accepted to Yale the next year for the summer, mm -hmm. what would I have not gotten if I'd been accepted? Whatever experience happened that next summer, the right. relaxation or the peace or the retreats I went on or anything else I did, and it would have kept me in the success chase. Like, oh, look, at now I went for two years. Oh, I learned how to be busy, queer fucking theater shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, the name of my new podcast, yeah, Queer yeah, Theater yeah, Queer Shit. Theater. <laughs> it saved me from a summer that was chasing a high that never would have felt good anyway. Right. So, I mean, people say that the more you fail at stuff, the easier it gets to be. And I did read something super queer that you guys would hate. And it's like in companies, they'll do things like have a, have a funeral for your idea. <laughs> no, I know. Oh. It sounds queer. And another one, I like Yay. this one, though. They said give someone the heroic failure award, which, by the way, I love but the one I really liked, even though it sounds flaky, and I could really picture this in my house, they said, have a fail wall. Yeah. And I That's couldn't, funny. six months ago, I would have been too ashamed of all those things to say them out loud. Mm -hmm. Because, oh my God, I failed at this, I failed at that. But something shifted in the past six months that I'm like, oh my God, I keep failing at everything and it doesn't fucking matter. Because yeah. I keep getting better as a human and more tolerant and more compassionate and have more empathy for people who have struggles. So I think I'm going to do a fail wall in my apartment because it doesn't hurt as much. I think yeah. the more distance you get from it, the less it hurts. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all it is is like mourning that death of that dream or whatever, which we've spoken right. about. And it's like... You know, it's it's okay to to not have it. And here's by the way, if if it did go all the way, like if you know if mm -hmm. your Broadway play went all the way, or you know if I was a neuroscientist, which right. would never happen. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, we're we're living in a, in a world that probably isn't as nice as the one we are in now. Right. You know, and like, do you are you do are you a believer in sliding doors? 
where um, it depends. Like, it doesn't matter which way you get there. You're going to end up the same place. Yes. Yeah. I am, too. So I think part of me is like, look, man, I was supposed to end up here no matter what. Right. I was supposed to end up with an enormously unsuccessful podcast, but have you guys as friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think Nick will fade out and not be a true friend. <laughs> But you know, no, I no. In other words, it just I think I think we get what we get, and we don't get upset. No, no, I think we end up where we're supposed to be. Well, there's this idea that's you know kind of like an AA thing where it's just that my life is really not my business. Yeah, right. Where it's like I can go out and try and, and shuck and jive all these different things, mm -hmm. but the reality is, is like I'm going where I'm going. The, yeah. The. The future is set, and I just have to kind of get on the road and just get out of the way. It's true. You're know? just going to get on that bandwagon. Because it's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like whatever's supposed to will. Yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't really sabotage myself to the point where uh, comedy would just disappear in the next six months, right? I can't. Well, not six months, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I also can't, like, it's not going to explode. <laughs> it's, not gonna, it's just, it's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Right. And it's like, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know I'm supposed to show up and you're supposed to do the right thing, right? But, you know. So if you ended up not. just sort of a, you know, you've we've all worked with those comics who are afraid to leave a certain city and are doing the same shit over and over after 30 years and kind of like just kind of not writing new stuff or whatever. Yeah. Do you think if your future was like, look, man, I'm just going to be like the closer in my town, but I'm enjoying it. Right. Do you think that's a failure or do you think it's a success because you are doing something that makes you happy? I think the only, I think it depends on how I'm doing it. You know, I think it is a failure if I'm just if there's no passion in it and I'm still doing it. Okay, you know so, what I mean? so you stayed too long at the fair, right? That guy. Right. Like if I'm if let's say I'm still closing, uh, you know, like a, a lower level club in the city, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I'm doing that night after night, and I'm doing the same act that I've done yes. for 10, 20 years, and there's no nuance to it. I'm just getting up there, hey, rah, 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 yeah. just getting through it. Then I would definitely look at it as a failure because what am I really doing? There's no inspiration. There's no passion. But if I was closing every night in the city and I was doing a new you know, 20 minutes mm -hmm. every uh, month or every yep. two months, yep. then i go, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool that you're always continuing to push yourself so and you're the, continuing to so do So the it. external isn't what really no. matters. It's the internal. So right. I think that avoids a lot of bitterness too. Yeah. Because being able to own all my failures of the past few years, I'm like, well, then you can't really be bitter about it because you're not going, it was so-and-so's fault. Every one of those marriages and relationships that didn't work out, it was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so it keeps us out of blame. It keeps us yeah. taking, still having risks, going, hey, that sounds cute. Let me try that. Yeah. Chances are we'll probably bomb more in life than we succeed. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. And for the most part, it's not really bombing as long as you had fun or if it was a positive experience. Like I, most of the stuff I've done that I failed at was at least a positive. Even going in and taking those like trombone classes with that guy, I agree. It was a positive experience. Trombone. <laughs> yeah, boy, he has yeah, a trombone. Like, it was cool. It was cool going into Juilliard with my thing and being like, "All right, cool, we'll learn how." To, like you know, the maintenance cool. guys here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like you know, it's just fun, man. It was a fun little thing. Right. No, yeah. I get it. All right. So listen, the lesson is. 
You're only a failure if others say you are. <laughs> no, yeah. You're only the failure if you're not having fun and you're not growing. So people, don't worry about it. Because sometimes you just... No, you don't worry about it. You don't fucking worry. You I shut you in the, the cut. fuck up. Throw a funeral for your ideas. Yeah. Put your failures on a wall. Get familiar with and them. Throw and throw yourself keep, down a throw flight of stairs. Throw yourself out a fucking window. I'll kick you in the ass. You guys, will be back next week or we won't. Who gives a fuck? But we digress. All right. Gone home. Bye, losers. We love you. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys.